Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Mark Radledge, and we are firing it up tonight with a little Hail the Apocalypse from Avatar as we review Avatar's new album, which dropped on January 12th, 2018, Avatar Country. A little different from uh, what we just heard, but it's what we just heard that got me into this band in the first place. I was doing a little cleaning, a little, you know, chores here and there, 
sweeping, dusting, vacuuming, you know the deal. And I had on the metal station on iTunes, iTunes radio. And what should I hear but a little hail the apocalypse? And I was forever hooked on this band. And so imagine me being tickled pink to her to hear that Avatar was dropping a new album and we'd get a chance to review it right here in our shoe. So uh, joining me tonight to do, as I said, is the second chair, the uh, Metal Coop, Robert Cooper. How do you do, sir? It's almost like you hit a mental block there. You're like, the, uh, fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, I just don't want to hear, I just don't want to hear about you tickling your pink. <laughs> Um. <laughs> well, you know what it was. I I feel like I always give you another nickname, and I couldn't think of what it was. That's what the mental block was. It wasn't like, ladies and gentlemen, right here in our show, my second uh, chair, the co-host. Oh fuck my life, Robert Cooper. No, it wasn't that at all. <laughs> I, I promise you, sir. You were just trying to come up with something cute, and you just kind of hit the wall. You 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 want to yeah. know what I called myself when I was trying to flirt with a, an apparent. I think maybe bisexual dominatrix at the uh, karaoke bar. I, uh, I, that I told her that I, yeah, right. She's like, I'm a dominatrix. I'm like, I'm a virgin. It's, it's a good combination. <laughs> I swear. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I said, I am the ax in the, in case of fire case. She said, how so? I'm like, because if somebody gives me, if somebody gives me a pounding, it means that they need it. It means they really need me. Uh, <laughs> There was a conversation that took place today at work amongst the single females that I was privy to because I happened to, they, they were talking in my workspace about how there's no good men out there. There's no good single did, men did, out there. All the, all the good men. Did you show them a picture of me with all my cats? I, <laughs> I, I, th- there are two different situations where I've been told, hey, don't you have any single male friends? And I'm like, not in Tampa is the problem. Not in Tampa. With They're both said, named Robert. I promise you they only kind of hate themselves. <laughs> uh, another one of my uh, married friends, he's taken ladies, hands off the merchandise. It's the host of Source Material in his own right, the disapproving dad, and this is Jesse Starcher. How do you do, sir? Gentlemen, I cannot wait to talk about this album. You guys have brought me into Avatar's Old, and I feel like I've been missing out on a few things. Didn't you guys? You guys used to close with "Hail the Apocalypse," didn't you? No. I may have used it on a show once or twice. Okay. Uh, I was obsessed. I was obsessed with that song for a bit of time, but right. uh, it wasn't a regular feature of the show. No. Okay. Well, I remember hearing it first on this here podcast so uh yeah i mean that's a that's a damn metal song right there that isn't that great that that was right on the workout mix for a while <laughs> i uh i'd be out there running i'd be like yeah hail the apocalypse um and i was hoping <laughs> to murder we would it. get more of time to murder it um i was hoping we would get more of that sort of thing on this album and uh, we don't. <laughs> we get we get one of Jesse's favorite things. We get a concept album. Oh, this Avatar. Yeah, yeah. That's their that's their thing is that they do concept albums, but this one's a little bit more 
theatrical. This one's a little bit more Aventasia than it is Hail the Apocalypse. Um, I actually went with a different, because it was actually the first time I'd heard Avatar, honestly. Uh, I went with more Sabotage. Okay. I mean, pick, pick the band you like to compare it to. But at the end of the day, you know, what I said still stands. This isn't as metal as it is theatrical, which is fine. Um, it's just not what I was expecting uh, after hearing that one song, which um, a lot of people who, who have who are familiar with the band keep telling, uh, keep telling us to go back and listen to their 2016 release, Feathers and Flesh. Apparently that's the bomb diggity. Um, Hail the Apocalypse was their 2014 release, just FYI. And then they've got some uh, older albums than that. Uh, Jesse, now you've heard Hail the Apocalypse uh, tonight. You've heard it before. Uh, have you heard anything else about this band or are you, you coming in completely cold? completely new. I have not heard anything prior to, uh, I've not heard anything, any albums or anything like that prior to this one. So yeah, I, I don't know much about the band. I hopped on there and watched a few videos today and were able to, I was able to put together some impressions of who these guys are and how, uh, you know, they're, they're pretty, some pretty funny guys. Uh, and it's an interesting they're an interesting band. They're different, that's for sure. Why don't you go ahead and spend a minute and tell us about? Because uh, I've never watched the videos. I know, like I said, I know they're theatrical. I know they they like to dress like you know, like they're in a circus. Um, oh yeah. What what uh, what was some of the common themes in the videos? What uh, what you like? What you dislike? Why don't you go ahead and share some of your thoughts? Okay, I watched three of them. I watched uh, I watched two. From this album here, which I believe was Statue of the King and um, The King Needs You, I think is what it's called. And both those are the only two videos, I believe, that are released from this album so far. And they carry a theme about them. Uh, But I couldn't tell if they were going the serious route. This is at first. I couldn't tell if they were going the serious route or if they were going, okay, this is kind of a joke. And it's it was interesting because I could see that the lead singer, he dresses up. He's got, like, I, I don't even know what we would call that, marionette paint, maybe. I, his eyes are all black, and he's a scary-looking dude. Uh, his, he, he's, got a, he's got a painted-on grin, uh, almost like a clown, but it's all kind of like black and white. So they, those two videos that I watched were actually, I mean, they were pretty decent. They were, they were telling a story, and just like you said, this is a concept album that revolves around, from what I understand, this is about an axe-wielding king. And when they say axe-wielding, I believe when they mean axe, they mean guitar. <laughs> so it's a guitar-wielding king, and that's kind of what we got here. Uh, I knew once I first listened to the album, these guys kind of, it felt like it definitely didn't take itself seriously. And we may, we'll talk about that as we get into it. The other video, of course, is, I, I, and I never saw it until tonight, heard the song, but I never watched the video, was Hail the Apocalypse. And holy shit, that video, number one, is, it's, it's funny as all get out. Um, it's like a 1920s setting, and, you know, he's sitting there kind of spinning this thing, playing music outside on a, uh, in an alleyway, and, and, pretty much 
you watch the end of the world happen, but it's comical. Uh, so these guys, I get the, I get the impression that they definitely don't take themselves seriously. They have a, a, they definitely have an eye for the theatrical. They definitely have an eye for, you know, pro- producing something to kind of try and tell a story, uh, and and keep it funny in a way. So another thing I noticed is that the drummer, throughout all Hail the Apocalypse and the the two videos I watched, uh, looked like a damn. He acted like a damn robot. And that was all. I mean, it's not like he was doing that uh, unknowingly. He was clearly doing it on purpose. But every time, you look like a damn animatronic character, like from Showbiz or some shit. Showbiz Pizza, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if anybody knows about that, but you're, that's your Chuck E. Cheese. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh uh, God, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh shit. Yeah. The old animatronic. God, I remember band. that place used to be the that place used to be the shit. Oh yeah. Well, you're also an adult male, you weirdo. Um, <laughs> children, however, still love them some Chuck E. Cheese. Well, no, I was saying I like Discovery Zone because it was like a giant playground. Like, Chuck E. Cheese was cool and all, but like, really, it was just a money sink. It's true. I, I have a question for you, Jesse, before, you? We, before we get into this. Yeah. Um, has your wife has your wife hit you with the old you're spending way too much more time with Mark than you do with me and I don't like it? Ah, not happening yet. Try, <laughs> now hold on, <laughs> hold on. I always get the, I've told you I always get the side eye when I say I'm doing a podcast. I always get the she side and me eye. Both. And I caught <laughs> I called her ass on it. I said, listen, I said I go downstairs five minutes later. You're asleep, so don't give me no shit at eight thirty five. I, I will be free to do whatever I want anyway, because your ass would be asleep. So yeah, uh, I, I I've had a I similar conversation with I've had a similar conversation with Melissa for, for kind of that reason. You know, it was like I I started doing these because it was like okay, well I want to be asleep by nine o'clock. I have to get up really early in the morning. Okay, well I don't. <laughs> you know, yep. So, <laughs> um, I I just curious. I uh, keep me. Keep me a, keep me appraised of your marital woes, okay? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, well, you know, you, you know why I get yelled at? Because <laughs> you can hear me podcasting through the goddamn wall. It's been that, <laughs> it's been that way for like what four or five years at this, not about four years. I told you guys, my daughter, my daughter says that I'm keeping her up at night, right? And I think she, I think she's full of shit, but um, she, yeah, she swears I'm like keeping her up. But all right, um, don't believe it. Yeah, you should go, come don't. come podcast with me in my laundry room, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> what an invitation! All right, um, as I said, Avatar released Avatar Country, their seventh studio album. Uh, this band's from Sweden. IKEA is from Sweden. I like meatballs. Uh, January twelfth, twenty eighteen, Avatar released a music video for the single "A Statue of the King," which is probably my favorite song on here by a country mile. On October 24th, 2017, which was directed by longtime collaborator Johan Carlin. Another video was released on December 19th, 2017 for The King Wants You, um, which has got, definitely got like a circus theme going with it. Uh, the introduction track, Glory to Our King, is a rendition of a Swedish royal anthem. I can't pronounce that. Notably, every song on the track listing has the word king in its name. We are only going to do, like, we're not doing any of the spoken word stuff. We're not doing any of the... 
non-metal you can, specs. Uh, you, I was going to say, you could skip the first one then. I put it on there just because I wanted – obviously, I don't know if you want to play it or not because it would only be like 10 seconds, if anything. But I just want you to understand that when I popped this in on my Spotify and played that first track, I – questioned whether I had the right album, the right artist, <laughs> <laughs> or if Mark Radlich was throwing us one of his curveballs where we're like, hey, we're going to be just listening to some metal and uh, uh, choir and orchestra. And I was like, okay, what the fuck are we getting into here? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bizarre album. Now, we're going to skip Glory to Our King. It's, let's just get into it. These tracks, this album, let me just say right off the bat, and then we'll start playing some music. The, this album, right off the bat, is just a pinata of musical styles. It is all over the place. I mean, it's funny. My my wife and I were talking before, and she and she will say, you know, one week to me, "This is what I need from you. This is where I need you to be a better husband." Okay, and then. A week or two later, it's something completely different. And she admitted to me that she doesn't really like she knows what she wants, but it's likely to change at any given time. Women, right? Can't live with oh, yeah. them. Sex box are too sex bots are too expensive. Um, <laughs> right? So <laughs> anywho, sex bots uh, are too expensive. Is that what you call them? <laughs> um but uh, I compared her, and I don't know if you've ever seen the movie with Richard Pryor, The Wiz, which was the black version of oh, The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's been a while, but, man. I'm talking like fourth the, grade. Okay, well, th- there's a bit where they introduce the wizard, who was Richard Pryor, and oh Jesus, he, he will decide that everything in Oz needs to be one color. And he was like, I want green and everything is green. And then a few minutes later in the same scene, he's like, now everything's pink and everything will turn pink. Like, Hmm. A few minutes later, I prefer yellow. And then everything turns yellow. And I feel like, and so I I referred to Melissa as the whiz as Richard Pryor from the whiz, like just, just, randomly deciding she wants a different thing. That's probably the best way I can describe this album. It's like they're in the recording studio, like, let's do a country song. Okay, sure. And they do mm-hmm. a country song. And then somebody in the band turns around and goes like, no, let's do thrash metal. Okie dokie. You know, and then they turn around again. It's like, no, let's do something progressive. Yeah, let's, is... let's throw a little easily listening in there uh, at the end. I'm like, what <laughs> yeah. the shit? This is this is not Hail the Apocalypse. This is schizophrenic on crack. And I know schizophrenic on crack because I have to deal with it at the jail I work in. Hubba hubba. Here we go. Adrian Palicki. Right, Jesse? Woo-hoo. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Uh... You should listen to all my podcasts to get all these inside jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. <laughs> I don't listen to any of them. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Just know that Adrian Palicki is a very attractive woman. Here we go. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I knew that. I was like, oh, how, you, "How you doing? You like cats?" <laughs> uh, Legend of the King.
Okay, that one song was all over the place. Like I said, like the album is just a mishmash. It's a pinata of nonsense. That whole song is, I counted like three or four different musical styles. <laughs> uh, now, did that take you out of the song? Uh, or, or were you like, hey, it's, it's pretty good? Look, I'm not going to tell you it's a bad song. I would not tell you it's a bad song. It is a very good song. It's not my favorite, um, and and it's not even the fact that it's like a it, it's a zillion different uh, styles of music. It's just more of it's it's the kind of it's the same problem I have with like death and black metal. Um, I'm I can only take so much of that you know uh, tenor um, tempo, you know that that blast beatish. And we've talked about this with some of the death metal that we've covered in the past year, you know, and it's a lot of blast beats when it's, when it's less rhythmical, when it, ha- when it doesn't have a lot of swing, it's not my favorite thing. Now here's a different opinion, Rob, because I, because I know you do. I know, I know you're going to disagree with me. You use just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, actually this song is really I feel like it's a really diverse song. Uh, so I, mean, I got it playing in the, on the background here. And as you were talking about it being repetitively, the uh, rhythmically repetitive, it just hit like that six minute point where it goes to like almost like a little melodic, little melodic sidetrack before it goes back to the do 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 do, which I love that shit. Especially yeah. if I, you can keep it uh, keep it flowing. I felt like it was like a mix of uh, sabotage and style with a little bit of the not quite well symphony x is really was really heavy on the keyboards but uh, musically i just felt like the solos are kind of symphony x in a way and i really fucking dug this song like when this song started when i heard the first song i'm like all right this is gonna be something weird some weird ass uh <laughs> power metal album or something uh-huh. and then uh king welcomes you to avatar country or i'm sorry legend of the king i was like oh what what is this sorcery? Like fucking shredding killer guitars, <laughs> really interesting power metal vocals. And then it's like, but wait, aha, you know how you've been tasting all this at this point? Aha, take another bite. They're death metal vocals. Yeah, like buddy. It's a really interesting and diverse song. And I feel like that's the theme of the entire album, which by the way, because I'm trying to get back into the swing of uh, doing album reviews, which uh, I'm going to fix my computers and then get to that. Uh, I actually took notes. <laughs> oh, look out! Oh, uh, Jesse, yeah, you, 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 you might be getting replaced again. Damn! I, I yeah, I sat yeah. there today at work and listening to this, and every once in a while I listen to a song and I hop on over to my phone and put some notes. It, it helps, Coop, and it, it, it does indeed. It does. Um, I like it. It, it, it really does. Nerd. I like to. <laughs> You know, I, I like the diversiveness in here. You can do di- diversity. Thank you. Diversity. Diversity. I don't feel like you guys are understanding me. I said at the top, I, it is a very, it's a diverse album. Yeah, it's a diverse you didn't say song. Hated it. You didn't say no, you hated it. No, it's not even that. It's, it, I, I want to address something that Coop said. God damn it, Coop. No, um, just kidding. I. <laughs> There are parts of the song that gets that get blast beatish, and those took those kind of took me out of it, um, because I I wasn't digging those parts of the songs, and those parts of the songs are the heaviest. 
you know, so the parts of the songs that should have been the most attractive to me are the kind of the ones that drove me away. Where it was progressive, where it has that <laughs> that Dragon Force-ish diddly 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 going on, I, I was digging it. And then it would go death metal, and it was like, eh, it's not that I don't like death metal, I'm just not, I'm not... I'm not digging their interpretation of it. Um, there, you know, That's fair. It would go, it would go from like progressive and operatic to death metal with zero swing, and the song is too long without swing for me to really dig. Does that make more sense? I, I just heard this too long for me to swing with that little dick. So, <laughs> Jesse, goddamn it! <laughs> Isn't it nice how it is? <laughs> Wait a second now. Uh, hang on. Uh, it was very early in the podcast, but here we go. Doesn't it all be nice to have a penis? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. Um, the uh, don't worry, it'll be played again at some point. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I really did like. I, I like this this song. Legend of the King tells. It begins a story, of course. You know, like. Like, uh, it's a great concept album about this king who shows up in this land, and this is the beginning part of the story. And, man, you talk about some beautiful guitar work. Uh, I was just listening to it through the crappy headphones and the, the mono blog talk gives us. It still sounded great. Uh, so, I, you know, Legend of the King, gets, you know, it's, it's one of the better ones off this album. All right. Let's go to track three here. This is... Another strange one. Oh, this, this is a great one. Yeah, this is the king welcomes you to Avatar Country.
Ladies and gentlemen, ACDC, give him a hand. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jackal. Everybody, Jackal, give him a hand. <laughs> <laughs> he, play, he plays a chainsaw, everybody. He plays a chainsaw. You know, I that, that just... weird ass part of Primus, everybody. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. That's the best description of this. This is a third ACDC, a third Jackal, and a third Primus. Terrific. <laughs> this I, is my favorite I, song, is... by the way. I'm just putting that out there. This is my favorite is song. Silly. Go ahead. You're a silly motherfucker, then. Um... No, I love it. It's great. <laughs> Avatar Country. I so I hear Herald of the Apocalypse. Okay, that's mu- that must be what this band sounds like. Terrific. Put this one on. Glory to the King, huh? Legends of the King. Wow, this is all over the place. This comes on. Have I got the right band? <laughs> is this a different Avatar? Nope, it's the same band. Good grief. This is what I mean by like, they were just in the studio going, what are we recording now? I don't know. How about how about like a country song that sounds like ACDC? Terrific. Let's do it. <laughs> Avatar <laughs> country. Uh, uh, Jesse, you want to you want to tell us why this is your favorite? I will sell. Yeah, I will. I will sell you on this. Oh, well, I'll try. I mean, it is the earworm of the song of this album of of the song no of the album um it it will you will wake up with this in your head and you mark what did we do we we were recording saga i didn't even have a chance to record as soon as i got on there i was singing this song to you avatar country i like this song and it's it's a fun you know rocking song and this is where i i mentioned easy listening uh, there is a portion in this song towards the end, and all of a sudden it just turns into like it's not very long. It's like what, maybe ten, fifteen seconds of easy listening, Avatar Country, and then it kind of switches back. But it's a fun song. It's it's ruckus. I, I have a great time listening to it, and I think it, it honestly is my favorite one off of this album. Go ahead, Rob. I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> Are you guys crapping all over it just because it sounds like it sounds like something totally? It doesn't sound like a ripoff. I I honestly did think it was Jackal at first because I I went in and I was like, wait a second, did they go get the vocalist for Jackal to do this? But uh, again, it shows you the vocal range this guy has. Uh, we've seen it before, but I notice you notice that a lot throughout this album. Um, but go ahead, Coop. No, 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 I didn't think the song was that bad. It was just, it's weird because I was like, all right, country. And then I'm like, no, then I was like, maybe not as much country. Maybe just a weird-ass ACDC song. <laughs> and the, like the more they played, I'm like, oh, there's the death metal again. Okay, yep. now those were just like, now this just kind of feels like somebody in Primus decided to smoke a really big joint. <laughs> Which I think wasn't that the last Primus album, actually. Yep. Oh, that was a fun one. <laughs> that was a weird fucking album. But yeah, this I mean, this song was just kind of really, like, out there. Like, oh, huh. This song's there. Which, I mean, it is really catchy, but uh, so is Chlamydia. Oh. 
I love jokes like that. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> oh, waka, waka, how do? Waka, flaka. All right. Um, let's move on. What? <laughs> waka, flaka. Oh, I heard Man. you. <laughs> this is not the. This is not the hip hop hammer of doom. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to something a little bit more straightforward here. This is track four. This is King's Harvest. Gentlemen from Richmond, Virginia, Lamb of God, give them a hand. <laughs> I don't know where they're from, but welcome, Mushroom Head. Thank you. <laughs> mushroom Head. <laughs> that's well. That's kind of the, the. It's been a while since I listened to Mushroom Head. Have you Have you heard Mushroom no. head, head in a while? How How do you not get immediately get Lamb of God from that? I get or, that. Mushroom you probably head. don't listen to him a whole lot. You need to, you need to go listen uh, to God damn it. Now go on YouTube and go get Redneck from Lamb of God. I already I dude that is on the Metal Essentials. I will tell you right now that I've heard that and it kicks ass. Yes it does. Uh, blood, uh ladies and gentlemen from the graves. Uh bootleg static X. Oh damn. <laughs> really? Rest in peace I, Wayne Static. Are are you I don't know. That, that song reminds you of Static X? Uh, just, just some of the vocal inflections. That's all. Like I was just like, hmm. I don't know. Some of the vo- the vocal inflection, not really the sound of it. Just like, uh, it just reminds me of Static X a little. I mean, I wasn't a very big fan of Static X, but like, I don't know. I almost felt like a little, it was a little genty at times. Like a little, little bit of like Lamb of God meets my sugar. No, I just I know, heard bands I just on heard Lamb of God there. There's bands on drugs. <laughs> I think that's the whole uh, point. I, I honestly do. I think it's like, oh, hey guys, we don't give a shit. We're here to tell a story, and we're gonna we're gonna put it out there how we want, and we're gonna have a good time. I like this song. I mean, you know, I mean, first of all, I'm a huge fan of Lamb of God, so the fact that um, this song reminded me of them probably works in its favor. 
I wouldn't go as far as say, oh, like they're copying them because they, they clearly don't. They do break up the song with some clean vocals, so that's fine. Uh, I, I just I I was waiting for something really heavy, something that brought me to the band in the first place, and this is the first time we get it. So I I almost I'm not as hard on this one as I think you guys are, uh, just for the fact that it's the first track on here on a straight through listen where I'm like, oh good, they metal they remembered they're a metal band. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> um, I hear you. And from, from the King's Harvest, we go to the King Wants You. And, and we'll talk about this after I play it, but this is another one where it just reminds me of a psychotic circus gone off the rails. Here we go. Let's keep that in mind. This is The King Wants You. <laughs> Jesse, what do you think of that one? I really like it. I do. It's it is another. It took me by surprise. I, I don't know if it's because, again, it's uh, it's similar. It's dissimilar compared to some of the other ones that we've heard already, uh, where we got the kind of like the gang vocals there, uh, where they're yelling and screaming back at each other, which was pretty cool. Um, but uh, I. I I liked it. I, I liked the story behind it too. It was, you know, it's about a, a kid who's going off to war to serve the king, and he doesn't know what the hell he's getting into. He doesn't know what he's doing. He just knows that he's got to go. 
Uh, so I liked it. I, it's it's up there for me. This 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 album surprised me. So, Coop. Uh, this is the song I was expecting when I heard that first track. You know, like your the the weird ass Swedish uh, national anthem intro. Yeah, I mean this was kind of that. Uh, yeah, power metal. Here it is, guys. Like, this is kind of the song the song I was expecting. I didn't really have like a whole lot of notes on it. I was like, yeah, cool solo. I was like, yeah, this is just what I was expecting, which is cool. It's really interesting to get halfway through the album and be like, oh, okay, that's that, that's what I was thinking we were getting at first. It's like uh, it's like going to go see a horror movie and like nobody really dies until like that halfway point. You're like, ah, oh, okay. The log truck finally came through. <laughs> kind of expected that. <laughs> um, yeah, I just said, you know, it it eventually gets to something that resembles rhythm, but um, that first little bit there where it's, you know, and it goes back to that periodically throughout the song. I don't know. I wasn't, uh, I didn't love it, to be honest. Um, Least favorite? I don't know. It was my least favorite. Uh, I just, I just wasn't a fan. Not, not her. counting the next one. Not, not counting the spoken word piece where the king gets an enema. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm my, not joking uh... either, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's the real thing that happens next. We won't be playing okay. it, but it happens. <laughs> All right, we're gonna, we're gonna go over to track seven here. This is my favorite song of the album. This is my favorite song of the night. Um, it's our second to last song before we we kill it for an evening. Oh, we're gonna have a pretty short show. Uh, this is this is by far like I waited all album just to get to this. This is this is my hell of the apocalypse of this album. This is a statue of the king. First song, we're 
All right, we lost Jesse there momentarily. Uh, he's going to dial back in. I love that, especially that little bit there where it's like da 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 ha 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 da 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 at the uh, right right before I cut it off. I uh, I dug all that. I the whole song is just phenomenal in my opinion. Uh, what a treat! What a treat, Trooper. Speaking of treats, uh, the, the track before this, where they come and read the royal decree, the king pooped. <laughs> now the fields will be good, and it's time for volleyball. Yeah, I was. No, 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 I was looking at it, and I was like, I was like, you know, this could be a pretty good little allegory for uh, the kind of the. How how kind of the big people and the little people treat one another, but I was like, ah, I think just being silly, really. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the car with my daughter. Um, I had to go out and get breakfast for the family on Sunday, and actually kind of irritated that I had to make the trip out. But you know, I got over it and it gave me a chance to listen to more Avatar. And I'm in the car listening to that track. <laughs> And I'm just like, what is this? What? And, and the king pooped. And I'm like, all right. You know, and, and you're absolutely right. This definitely comes across as they had they had a loose concept of what it was they, they wanted to do and just kind of filled it in. And kind of like this show where it's like, yeah, we, we, we mean to be, you know, serious and review albums. But then it just descends into me pressing buttons and us, you know, laughing like a bunch of idiots. Um. And somewhere in there is still a is still an album review somewhere. Well, more and more or less. But yeah, I dug the uh, I dug the song. It was really nice and heavy and fast. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. I, I felt like it was almost a uh, like a good way to restart the album after that little uh, three minute sidetrack. Well, really, just a sideshow. Uh, yeah, it almost felt like the beginning of a second part of the album away. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, this is our last track of the night. Uh, cause after this is a lot of instrumental stuff, which I didn't think there was any point in playing. If you're interested, you know, if what we've played has tickled you pink and tickled your fancy or just tickled you, however, you, you know, whatever you, whatever you like, a little pinch and squeal or why not? Uh, go ahead and give this album a, a full listen with all of the, the spoken word and the instrumentals and all of that. It's it's quite an experience. I don't think I'm doing it a lot of justice because I'm really, I am commenting on these songs the way that I am, but I think as an overall project, it's pretty good. You know, um, they can't all be zingers, as I like to say. This is King After King.
liked that one. It's got a, a good rock and roll feel to it. I thought it was a good way to... Uh, it doesn't really end the album because there's still two more tracks to go where they, uh, again, they, they play some instrumentals. But Jesse, you're back. Um, why don't you tell us your thoughts on first, uh, my favorite song, Statue of the King, and then you can go right into King After King. Yeah, Statue of a King. Uh, hold on a second. Let me bring up my notes. My gosh, I had kids running down here, thought it was time to hail the apocalypse when the Wi-Fi went out. My <laughs> gosh. Data, I need data. I'm like, go to bed. Um, Wait, why aren't they in bed? <laughs> they are in bed, Mark. They all have electronic devices attached to their eyeballs, though. And when the data goes down, <laughs> bedtime means nothing. Okay? When the Wi-Fi or the internet crashes, so does every plan in the Star Trek household. Wait, wait. I'm confused. Does bed mean something else to your family? Because when my kids go to go to bed, they don't. There's they, no electronic devices. Uh, it's turn the fucking lights out before I turn your lights out and go to sleep. <laughs> I will duck I oven you, child. <laughs> turn the lights out before I turn your lights out. <laughs> That's great. Well, don't uh, let go to bed tonight. It, you can either take the window or the stairs. <laughs> oh, a statue of the king. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a good hard rock and heavy minute. metal no, song. I'm not letting you off the hook here. I Dude, need to understand. What can I say? Okay, here at least the only thing that I gotta say is that what we try to do is to get the kids to go to bed. And really all that is is just, hey, go stay in your room until you fall asleep. That's really all that means, okay? And to do that, in order for that to happen, so we don't have 20 times of some kid getting up and going, hey, I need to use the bathroom. Hey, I need this. Hey, I need that. Why are there boobs on the TV? You know, I I, I need <laughs> them to stay in their room, Mark Rattles. <laughs> so giving them an electronic device and saying, hey, watch some YouTube you know, watch some uh, PJ Masks or something and go to sleep. That's the way it works right here. Okay. I mean, I'm glad you trained your children well. I'll give you that much because I couldn't do it. I, I can't, apparently, uh, because it would just drive me nuts. <sighs> drive me nuts. Chapter chapter four in the Mark Rattle is Parenting book is called Goldberg. And what that oh, is the about... Oh, the and the jackhammer. That is about... Uh, who's training. next? <laughs> okay. Where you put the child... It begins when you tra- when you transition them out of the you crib. You take the child and you take and the wooden bump. Take oh, the child. Oh, no, no, Bill, no. <laughs> and you put them in the toddler bed. And when they try to get out of the toddler bed, because you know, they're not going to stay, you, you spear them. You spear the fuck out of that child. Okay? And you just wait in the corner of the room. If they get out of that bed, you hit them with the fucking spear and a jackhammer, and then you go, and then you yell out, who's next, and sit the fuck down again. <laughs> and when the child thinks there's nobody in the room, that it might be safe, and they try to get out of bed again, you hit them with another spear. And after three nice. nights of spearing your child constantly, until they finally <laughs> give up, after you've sufficiently broken their spirit, they will go uh-huh. to bed. Tell me about Chapter 5. That was Chapter 4, right? Yeah, Goldberg. Chapter 5 is how to deal with the recurring nightmares 
that your children have of some strange, dark, shadowy being scaring them to death as they go to sleep. I don't understand. No way. Uh, all right. Well, we we clearly I, differ on we differ on how we do things, which is and, that's and chapter that's part six, of the course. Chapter six, which is the candle mass, which is the candle mass album that is very good. <laughs> Bring it back to metal. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not picking at you, man. You do. You got to. Oh, everyone parents differently. I hear. But you. I'm not joking. Uh, but I tell you what. I I literally that's, that's literally how we sleep train Lily. I. <laughs> She kept getting out of the damn toddler bed. I'm like, I'm like, you will not pass. I'm like, boom. No. <laughs> Beer in the fucking bed again. Like, get, sit down, well, you, get, you, you see how well that works here on these podcasts that me and you have done in the, over the past month where Colton has decided to make it a habit to come down the stairs and he'll be like, I'm thirsty. And I'm like, you know, my wife's asleep already. So I am, I, I am the one parent that has to take care of things, even though I'm in the middle, in the middle of stuff or, Hey dad, uh, I need you to cover me up. That's the new one. I need you to cover me up four years old. <laughs> you can't pull your own covers up over yourself. All right. Hold on. Uh, okay. Well, all right. Uh, if this makes you feel better, I, you know, I, I said, you know, I, I, once my kids are in bed, you know, there's no electronics and they tend to stay in the bed and they do go to sleep. And it's like, oh, aren't you fucking super parent? Well, I will admit this. My son, once he's in the bed, is no problem. Getting him to bed, though, he's just like literally in the last day or two gotten better about this. But for months, possibly years, since the child became vocal, bedtime has been a nightmare of pain and disillusionment. Okay, What time they go to bed? Eight o'clock on the dot. Um, nice. Hey, that it, was it, me until six fucking grade. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, on the weekends, maybe I'll let him stay up to like eight thirty, nine o'clock, but definitely not past nine unless we're out like doing shit. But anyway, um, first of all, my daughter at nine o'clock just fucking falls asleep. I mean, I'm 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 afraid for when she goes to college because she's gonna be like at the party. <laughs> And nine o'clock's gonna roll around, and she's just gonna fall over like the arm of a couch. And college college lacrosse players are gonna look at her like, I don't know, should we? You know, and, and it like, won't be from drugs. It'll be because this girl just passes out everywhere she goes. Nine o'clock, boom, <laughs> she's down to the count. She's out. Um, I, I, that's a nightmare. But I, I, I should hope that she gets as she gets older, that gets a little bit better. But yeah, right now, like there are pictures of my daughter at like weddings and shit at nine o'clock. Hit, she's a fucking sleep on the table. <laughs> just out um, She's falling asleep At like Smackdown she, she, Oh wow they They're like homeless people They can just sleep anywhere Anyway yeah. Um, but my son Anytime I tell him like, okay, It's time to go to bed Cries and screams and carries on And then you finally get him into the room uh, Short of pulling him by the hair And <laughs> Now he's in the bed, and then he's like, stay with me, stay with me. I'm afraid of the dark. Literally every night, I'm afraid of the dark. Oh, my God, Jonas. <laughs> and we finally, had to, we finally had to bargain with him that if he didn't fight during the week to go to bed, then you know, the, his most favorite thing in the world is getting to sleep in his sister's room uh, with her because she has the TV. And so I said to him, like, <laughs> you know, and, and, he just, and he doesn't want to be alone. That's the other thing. You know, he's the second yeah. child. He's always had a sister. So he has a harder time 
entertaining himself than my daughter does. My daughter's a lot like me. She's like, oh, fuck people. I've got electronics. So <laughs> <laughs> she can entertain herself very well. But my, my son always has to have somebody entertaining him. And, you know, he loves hanging out with his sister. And it's like, look, I am tired of every night. I'm afraid of the dark. What am I going to do? Blah, blah, yakety, smackety. And even my daughter was just like, dude, I'm so sick of you. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you, Lily. So long story short, too late. Uh, We told him he has to go Monday through Thursday with no fighting before before bed. And then if he does, then he gets to sleep with his daughter, with his uh, sister on the weekend. And so far, so, so far that's working, but that literally just happened like Monday. So, you know, we all have our things. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta try and just like you said, you gotta try and figure out a way to get them to stay in there. And it's, it's tough to do, man, especially when they get older. Uh, it's, you know, all, all bets are off, but usually it gets a little bit better. Uh, you know, Caleb's seven years old now and he's, you know, he's like, all right, I'm going to my room. I'm going to lay down. And then every once in a while, I'll be like, can I go get a drink? Sure. And so that's seven years old. So just just another few years, Mark, you'll be good to go. How about Katie Kaboom? Is she good about staying in her room? Oh, I ain't got no problem with that. She's, I, I mean, I don't, I, dude, seriously, she's in seventh grade. I could give a shit less when she goes to bed. <laughs> her, her ass has to get up. Her her ass has to get up at six. Uh, we got to get her up at six fifteen in the morning. So at some point, you're going to learn that boy. My ass better be in bed by eleven or so. Uh, so yeah, she's. I have no problems. This has been an edition of Parenting R Us here on the Rattlers and Broadcasting Network. We hope my, you've enjoyed our show. My cat's fucking sleep all day. That's my <laughs> contribution. <laughs> Do we have anything right. left? Go ahead, let me, Jesse. Let me, you want I was just going to yeah. say, statue of, the, statue of the Hard Rock and Song, I think there's a point in there where it becomes like almost like a, a punk song or something. Uh, I yeah, get fun. Uh, actually... I have a note on that because I went like, oh yeah, I had a lot of notes on this song. Uh, yeah, with that song, Nerd. actually, I uh, I felt like you. Nerd. I, uh, Nerd. <laughs> I felt like there was a. I kind of put in the verses. It was almost like a metalcore like sound to it with the uh, with the chug that was going on in the vocals. Uh, but that yeah. at the end, Anthrax. I'm thinking yeah, anthra- I, I'm I thinking old school Anthrax. Yeah, no, I I definitely hear that now that you mention it. That's, yeah, it was, it was a good song. Uh, and then uh, I'll go ahead and throw my two cents in for King After King. Um, you know, that seemed like a more serious kind of somber song. It was it was it was still metal. But, you know, we're they're telling a story here. And I think I didn't really get to dive into the lyrics. But from what I could hear, it sounded like it was, you know, about the death of the king. You know, we had, at the beginning of it, it's, it talks about how the king was born and he's born a legend. And then at the end here with. King after King, it it sounds like they're talking about when he passes away. So it it was a fit one, fit ending to the story. All right. Um, well, that's we're out of tracks at this point. We are we're out of songs. So let's go ahead and I I'm not gonna lie. I wish I'd gotten a little bit more Hail the Apocalypse and a little less um, the Wiz, but it is what it is. And I will judge it on its merits, not on what I wish it to be. And on its merits, it's, it's a very fun album. Uh, it's, it's musically diverse and interesting. And, I, and these guys are obviously exceptionally talented. 
uh, if not a little on the silly side. But I think you know a lot of like a lot of geniuses are 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 just out there and weird and misunderstood and everything. And so um, I don't know if they're geniuses, but they certainly are. I, I would put them as, as sort of an avant-garde kind of metal. Uh, which is actually one of their descriptions on Wikipedia. So, you know, I, I'm, I must know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, in any case, I would give this a solid A. Uh, is, does it have a lot of replayability for me? I don't know. Um, I would probably take that one uh, statue of the king and throw it on the workout mix and be done with the rest of the album, though. Um, if, uh, if, I, if I were to replay it, I you know, it would... It would it doesn't necessarily have to be background music, but it's definitely one where I could listen to it while I was engaged in another activity. Robert Cooper. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, overall, we're on the overall part of this album, right? Yeah, I think we are. Uh, yeah, I fucking, I dug this album. Uh, it was a really nice surprise. I'd never really listened to Avatar. I'd just kind of heard of him. The name itself just kind of reminded me of uh, Al Snow. Uh, and uh, what was it? Yeah, just more like Al Snow and Power Metal. And uh, fortunately, I just got a mixed a mixture of Al Snow and Power Metal, so I really dug that. Uh, if I were to like, give it a grade, I'd give it a four out of five. Give it a solid eight. Um uh, now maybe I should give it like a four chapters of Mark Radlich's parenting book out of five. <laughs> <laughs> and now Jesse Starcher of the Thoughts Material Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old Popeye. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that this – most of the reviews that I've seen said that this album was an adventure. Okay, Now when you think of an adventure – you think of your highs, your lows, you know, you're not going to get the same thing throughout a story that's being told. And what I like about that is uh, what Avatar has done here is they've mixed it up, not only along with the tale that's being told, but they've mixed it up musically to bring that tale to you. So it's, you know, an, an adventure is not much of an adventure if it's the same thing over and over and over. So the, other thing that I've seen a lot of people kind of give this album some grief for uh, would be that there, there wasn't a whole lot to it. It's 43 minutes long, but you have two tracks that are complete instrumentals, one track which is spoken word, and then the open one is just a minute and a half of some crazy orchestra choir stuff going on. Uh, and that's not to say that it's this album – could have done without it i think it could have done with more uh we're, we're missing some the, the guy has some pipes you know the lead singer which is johan or johannes uh this guy he needed to be featured on some more tracks and two tracks that are just complete uh instrumental is not a good use for this guy uh, but again they they told the story that they wanted to tell i'm sure that it was satisfactory to themselves so that's fine with me uh now as for this album and its grade i'm going to try and do this throughout the rest of the year i'm going to keep a spreadsheet ladies and gentlemen and don't even say it mark radlich don't even fucking say the n-word um Nerd. I'm, going, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a spreadsheet and kind of grade each album as I go through the year. Uh, when I say grade, I should say I'm going to place it. All right. So we've got four albums so far this year, I believe that we've covered, and this right here is number one for me so far. I have re- I've listened to this album probably at least I would say close to ten times. Okay, and it's not because I had to. There was a few times where I went back. I had to the first two or three, but you know I went back for more after that on my own. It's got more replayability for me personally. Uh, so right now it's got top of the year out of the out of the four we've done so far, and that's that's beaten out uh, the return of corrosion of conformity. So that's that says something. I like Avatar. I, I'm glad I had the opportunity to talk about it. All right. We, were, well, with that we said, reviewed four uh, albums this year. Yeah, uh, Morbid, so. Angel, done. Morbid yep. Angel, Corrosion of Conformity, and Avatar. Oh, I uh, fucking forgot about Morbid Angel. There was a, there was a. Now with a. Wait a second. The fourth one. Watane. Yeah, there you go. Watane. Yeah. Ronnie Adams' favorite band. I thought Next that was Weed Pecker. <laughs> Weed Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> or Goat Moon. We're gonna we're we're gonna do a show one day. Like there's just not gonna be anything worth reviewing, and it's gonna be Roddy's favorite bands. It's gonna be <sighs> the Roddy Adams John playlist. Cougar Concentration Camp. Yes. Uh, we should make Ronnie a Roddy Adams. Adams playlist on Spotify. I do know he has Spotify, so that could be oh, something. Us, you're up do. this. <laughs> Ooh, the Tony Danza tap the Tony Danza tap dancing extravaganza. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, we need to put all these together on a playlist for Roddy and publish it. Ain't no cunt. Oh my goodness. All right. um, So next week here on the Silliness of Doom, uh, we're going to be reviewing the new Machine Head uh, album that actually drops Friday. Catharsis. also dropping Fridays, Orphan Land, Unsung Prophet, and Phyllis, Phyllis <laughs> Unsamo, and, and the and Summit, and oh God, I hate my computer. The Illegals, Phil H. Unsamo, and the Illegals choosing mental illness as a virtue. Those are the three albums that uh, I threw on my calendar to be aware of that drop this Friday. Uh, it's also when Slayer tickets go on sale. But I already got my ticket because I did one of the pre-sales. Woohoo! What a nightmare that was. Ooh, did they re- did they announce like the the dates? Oh yeah, here let's let's talk about the Slayer farewell tour real quick since we have some oh, time. Oh fuck, I forgot to look at the dates. Um, well, there was a pre-sale today, a Spotify pre-sale and a Blabbermouth pre-sale, as well as, um, oh gosh, what's the other one? Um, the, the Scare fan club one. Uh, let's see here. Slayer announced farewell dates, Loudwire. Here we go. I expect you both to go to this show, by the way, (laughs) so we can talk about it. (laughs) Um, all right. Starts May 10th in San Diego, California. Uh, May, 11, May 11th in Irvine, California. May 13th, Sacramento, California. May 16th, Vancouver. Uh, May 17th, Pentacon, British Columbia. M- uh, May 19th, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. 
May 20th, Edmonton. May 22nd, Winnipeg. May 24th, Minneapolis. May 25th, Chicago. Uh, May 27th, Ter- uh, Detroit. May 29th, Toronto. May 30th, Montreal. June 1st, Uncasville, Connecticut, at the Mohegan Sun. June 2nd, Homdale, New Jersey. June 4th, Reading, Pennsylvania. All right, Jesse, I don't know which one of these you can get to. Um, there, you got a couple of opportunities here. I'm going to read them to you. You ready? Okay, go for it. June 6th in Cincinnati, Ohio, at the Riverbend Music Center. Is that anywhere near you? Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, that's uh, probably about three hours away, but yeah. Ugh. All right, June June 7th in Cleveland, Ohio, at the Blossom Music Center. Yeah, another about another three hours away. June 9th Ugh. in Pittsburgh. June ninth in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, at the Key Bank Pavilion. Uh, about two and a half, three hours away. <laughs> <laughs> June tenth in Bristol, Virginia, at the Jiffy Lube Live. Yeah, I don't know where oh, that's at. Oh, fucking DC. Hey, I was gonna say that's um, a good ways in. That's June twelfth. June twelfth in Virginia Beach, Virginia, at the VUHL Amphitheater. It's fucking four hours. Fuck. June 14th, Robert, Charlotte, North Carolina, oh. at, the P- at the PNC Music Pavilion. Ooh, okay. I, all right, well, Coop's going. Which, by the way, my uncle got tickets. I'm going to Creator and Sabaton in March. Ooh. One we can talk about. Dude, <laughs> man, congratulations. That is going to be a hell of a show. I'm going, too. Oh, hey, <laughs> what the hell, man? Um, I'm going here in Tampa. Screw that Mark Radlich guy. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of screw Mark Radlich, June 15th, Orlando, Florida, at the Orlando Amphitheater, um, which I think is going to be which is being presented or broadcasted by Access TV, because they're the ones that were selling the tickets, and their website sucked diddly ucks. What a nightmare. Um, and then the last three dates are in Texas, uh, Houston, Dallas, and Austin. So which one are you going to, Jesse? Oh boy, <laughs> Slayer! <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'll, hey, I'll it's, keep my. It's, it's either it's Slayer, Lamb of. Hang on, it's Behemoth. Slayer, Lamb of God, Behemoth, uh, and Testament, I believe. Oh man, Testament I heard it was like Anthrax and Testament. I have no um, yeah, Anthrax clue too. about. I have yeah, no clue ooh, about Anthrax there. Testament. Oh fuck, it's, that's gonna okay, be a show. Let me let me read these again. Slayer, Lamb of God, Anthrax, Behemoth, and Testament. Holy shit. You, you can't miss this, dude. This, this is the Slayer farewell tour. I know you hate Slayer, but look at all these other bands. This is a monumental event. <laughs> yeah, it does sound awesome. There are a lot of people on my feed trying to get tickets. Uh, I, I mean, I've seen a few, including you, Mark, and uh, other friend of ours. Uh, I think I think Calandros got tickets to the one in uh, in Pittsburgh. So, um, man. There you go. Go to the Pittsburgh I don't show. know. It's, yeah, it's not too far away. Two and a half, three hours away, I think. So, um, I've been to uh, – did they say Stage AE at Pittsburgh? I didn't catch the venue. The Key Bank I, Pavilion. I yeah, I was going to say, I don't recall uh, knowing what that venue is. Maybe the same thing as Stage AE. They may have sold it or something. But Stage A.E. is pretty big, from what I recall. They may have something bigger there. It is Pittsburgh. So, 
I don't know, man. You know, I I can't get I can't uh, I can't commit to something, especially for a Slayer headed tour. And I I know these guys are pretty much gods to a lot of metalheads. Yeah, I don't want to downplay that in any way, but you know, you go to the stuff that you like, and it's. it's there's a lot of good bands there, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'll keep you up to date. How's that? You are struggling, buddy. How can I, I'm trying to weasel out of the way of saying no. I'm not fucking going. I'll say <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep my options open. <laughs> Jesse continues to hate Slayer. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, that's all for my plugs. Check out our uh, our very Check out our very intellectual discussion of the Orville on TV Party Tonight, where uh, this is Jesse's third podcast in a row with me. Are you just totally sick of me yet, Jesse? Dude, Are you just like, oh, my did, God. <laughs> we did three in a row last week, and we did three in a row this week. Uh, last night's Orville podcast was two was hours of hours. good conversation, two hours of good conversation, one hour of gag reel. <laughs> <laughs> And and well no you get a break for me tomorrow, uh, next week because uh, we got Black Mirror on Monday and then you're off Tuesday and then we do Machine Head on Wednesday so there you go oh yeah I can't wait to hear this new Machine Head album uh, yeah I'm I really they they put out some good stuff every once in a while so that'll that'll be a fun discussion yeah Rob Flynn's been talking about the album uh, pretty pretty uh, pretty heavily in in the blog so we'll see all right go ahead Coop. Do us your plugs. Do your plugs. Tell tell us where you're doing karaoke next. <laughs> Ooh, well, what's well, funny? I actually ended up getting a like video of me doing karaoke, but I chose it when I did Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath by Black Sabbath. Uh, not quite in my vocal range. I kind of forgot that song was at a higher register. But then when I went to Sober by Tool, like I wish I'd have gotten that one on video because that I could fucking do me some Tool. It's right there in my vocal range. And then I finished it off with Chevelle because why not? I mean, hey, I mean, nothing says a good time like uh, trying to hit on a bisexual dominatrix. I, you know, my, my, but a I good just, <laughs> my aunt used to kind of run a karaoke biz. Oh, uh, I was really hoping you weren't going on the other part of that con, <laughs> that string. <laughs> my aunt used to be a dominatrix. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, but it, it floors me that these, the place that you're going to, I mean, is that kind of like their gig is, is having those metal, uh, related karaoke tracks? Not even metal related, dude. I just, I find the metal in there. Okay. All right. So it's not all, okay. I got you. So you, they hand no, you the catalog and like, you find it. It's 90% like top 40. I just, That's I'm that damn good. Say. That's what I remember. That's what I remember my aunt having. Like, I'd go through the CDs, and I'm like, fucking, how much country do I possibly need to sing? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all digital, but, yeah, like, no. Like, I was like, what anthrax do you got? And I, he's like, uh, bring the noise. I'm like, uh, that's not really anthrax, but okay. I mean, it's kind of anthrax, but not, not, not really. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome, though. Like, apparently, they do karaoke twice a week. They got, they, they're one of those, like, bars that has, like, a theme night every other night. So it's like... Apparently next week, this weekend is fetish night. That's cool. Uh, I'm good. I don't plan on showing up to fetish night. 
it's 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 i mean it's just one of those uh it's a really you might cool find the woman of your dreams hang on you might find the one of your dreams at fetish night I don't know. I don't just don't. I, I'm more more for finding girls at bookstores. Though I did that once, and I think she had severe mental illnesses. So uh, you know, that was you, with cool. your with your thing for cats, you might want to consider trying to date women in like an old folks home. Well, you know, I'm really popular with the over over forty crowd. Uh, oh, dude, man, over. You know, I the, that that same group of women today. We're, we're talking about how. They think that when they hit their 40s, they'll start to find the men they're looking for because those men will have been, you know, will have divorced their first or even second wives by then, you know, and be available. So, you know, you, you know, maybe that's, that's, that's what you need to God, fuck me running. Like, like I made that joke about like, I'm like, God, it's hard to find single women because, yeah, there's a lot of girls that are either married or just in relationships or whatever but jesus christ those girls need to like find internet dating like and it's not a great thing necessarily but sweet dingo jesus it's not that i don't feel it's nearly as hard for a woman to find a man as a man to find a woman mainly because if you're a woman on a dating site you're gonna get fucking flooded with like fucking douchebags and wiener pictures anyways (laughs) so i don't fucking know they're gonna come they're gonna complain about they're going to complain about where's all the good guys. They're going to find some dude. He might be a good fellow. He might be a total douchebag, but they're going to date him anyways and then go right back to the same fucking thing. Unfortunately, guys do it too. They're like, where's all the good women? Then they date a hoe. I mean, welcome to people. <laughs> welcome to fucking people. Mm-hmm. Um, Anywho, uh, hang for, on, for my plugs. Can... Uh, my, my suggestion, Rob, is that you start dating nurses. I, I honestly, because, I, like, I went on a date with a nurse. Was, she wasn't very you, responsive. All the nurses I work with are hot and fucking lonely. It's it's incredible. I don't know. I I picked the wrong career field. I I should have gone into nursing. I'd have found this group of gals a lot a lot earlier than uh, than than now. I, it is incredible. I don't I don't know if Jesse's had. Uh, <laughs> Getting messages. What are you sending me, Jesse? Here, here's uh, <laughs> <laughs> you. You said old folks' home or at the at the nursing home, and I immediately thought of Steel Panthers gangbanging at the old folks' home. Ah, so there you go, Coop. All right. There's some inspiration for you. You want to finish your plugs there, Coop? That is a. Uh, that does not sound very tasty. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling the smell of the room is not really sex in the air. It's just more geritol and aspirin cream. Oh, terrific! I'm gonna listen to that song after we get off here. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Like, and that, and and see, instead the profession I went into was uh, uh I guess for Lowe's. So yeah, great, great place to meet women. Don't don't try to meet women at the hardware store. <laughs> Fucking awful idea. All right, come on, get get this over with. Let's go. But 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 don't go to the bar. Don't go to the bar I go to either. Like I either meet le- married women, lesbians, or dominatri- dominatrices. Dominatrice. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just fucking work here. So there's this podcast I'm on it, the Sentai Rider Podcast, South America's favorite uh, Tokusatsu podcast. Find us on on Facebook at facebook.com/slash Sentai Rider Podcast. It is S E N T I R I D R Podcast. 
uh, W2M.com, my buddy Sean's uh, website that he owns and we share content with. It's pretty cool. I write there occasionally. Yeah, yeah, like I'll be on there. Uh, I'll probably be on there. Oh, fuck, i got to get to writing on that. Oops. Uh, on their New Beginning shows for New Japan. So that's cool. On the Royal Rumbles this weekend. So they'll have uh, articles on that. Go read it. Uh, and then uh, scrapingthebottom.com, my buddy Kevin. That's his uh, side. I was on his podcast once. We had a uh, we had cake, and there was a uh, – I got uh, – I, I got attacked because I was making Roots references to the black guy in the room. I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know if I could possibly get in trouble for that. Yeah, and I'm working on, like, bringing back my writing, but uh, it's it's kind of slow going. Hey, I, I at least took notes this time. I'm kind of getting back in that groove of listening to music and really making notes and kind of looking at what I'm like and everything, grading it. Like, yeah, I'm doing the same thing Jesse does. I got a spreadsheet. spreadsheet. My spreadsheet is far more. I am. My spreadsheet is really obnoxious. Like I have a hundred bands and I'm a hundred albums that I'm looking into from January that I might want to review. Wow. We'll see how long. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I doubt I'm going to make it, but uh, uh, damn it, I'm going to try. <laughs> All right, Jesse, do your thing, buddy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, go give the Radlich in Broadcasting Network Facebook page a like to stay up on top of all the great podcasts that we have to offer. We've got MMA. We have wrestling. We've got video games. We've got comics, all sorts of great stuff. I have the great privilege to do the Source Material podcast, and we are at 140-some episodes, closing in on 150, uh, and... If you like comic books and you maybe would like to hear a couple guys, a few guys talk about uh, a comic you have read or maybe something you haven't had the opportunity to read, go give the search bar uh, a little keyboard tickle and type in Rattlech up there at, <laughs> at blogtalk.com. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting sleepy too. Um, give it, a, give it, type in Rattlech up there at uh, blogtalkradio.com. You can find out all the great podcasts that are on there back in the archives. I mean, we've been around for quite a while, at least three years that I know of for sure. And I know Mark's been around for longer than that. Uh, and you can follow me at Stiznarkey on Twitter. If you do so wish, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm ready to go to bed. Mark Radlich, I turn it over to you, sir. All right, folks, those are the plugs, you know where to find us. It's been a pleasure. It's been a small slice of heaven. Be well. They fly be over. Safe. They fly they- over. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> hang on. They fly over, they fly over. <laughs> they do. It's a living. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> hang on, <laughs> 